I'm not going to go super long, but I just want to be. I do. What's your heart out? One. I can four, do math. Four. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair enough. Got it. <laughs> this is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Brandon. I love mystery chocolate movies. I'm Dan. I never have seen a mystery chocolate. <laughs> but you movie. can assume. But I can assume I despise it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm Andrew Walker, and uh, I believe I was in a mystery chocolate movie. I'm Nikki Deloach, and I can confirm, Andrew, that you were in a mystery chocolate movie. <laughs> I was. This yes. is the Doc Hallmark Podcast. Have you yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. have you ever produced one of these before? It, got a, first one? it got a it was a sticky button. It was, it was a the chocolate button. It was a chocolate I was getting in uh what is it? The character? Like the eight hundredth episode, can't push a button. I just have you ever pressed a button? Have you ever yes, the one time you were out. That's true. I think it. it went flawless. Do you remember how you did it? Uh, what was one the one shot me paying a big boy? That's exactly That's right. right. You got it, buddy. I do. You're good to it's go. Easy. It's easy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to like the Hallmark. It's great to be here today um, for a lot of reasons, but mainly because two of our favorite people in the entire world, not just the Hallmark world. If you're watching on YouTube, there's no way both of these people are fitting on the screen together. They're just their personalities and they're just celebrity. I mean, to have them both on at once uh, right now, this is I mean, they have to have a combined dozen appearances on deck the Hallmark. At oh, least, right? Easy. At least. Right. Easy. And now we got them together. Wow. Can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Nikki, Andrew, welcome. There's to the a, lot of, a lot of negotiating with the agents, a lot of back and forth with our people to get us yeah. here. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, we actually, this but is we're what here. We, wanted, we wanted this in 2018, and it's taken four years <laughs> We've been working on it, yeah. to finally get all the paperwork <laughs> lined up to where we all can be together at once without getting angry at each other. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Let me do this before we dive into chocolate mysteries. I'm going to give each of you 30 seconds to pitch your life. And what I mean by that is update me on what you've been doing, but like only the good parts, none of the boring stuff, and hopefully all exclusive stuff. Like I don't want to hear what you've been telling everybody else. We're only in the game for the exclusives. So I'll start with you, Andrew. 30 seconds are on the clock. Pitch me your life and go. Well, four years ago, I started preparing for my mystery chocolate movie and mm -hmm. uh, hoping that one would come. And I just I, – I, I made chocolate goodies around the house. I, I bathed in chocolate. I planted a cocoa tree in my backyard, and I was just waiting for this chocolate movie to come around. And finally it came around, and I did it. And now I'm waiting for my next, um, my next movie. Hopefully, it's gonna be about crepes or something were, else. Were you reading like, were you reading like The Secret, where you just like manifested ch like chocolate and everything to get this movie? I, Was that the goal? I did. I, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of that's how kind of how I live my life, anyways. But it's, yeah, it's four four years manifesting this, and it's, uh, it seems like it's uh, come to fruition. Well, it has come to fruition. It has. We did it. Thank you, Andrew. I felt like you didn't take this um, this seriously, but I'm going to go to Nikki. Nikki, <laughs> it's, now, it's now your turn. Give me the, the pitch on your if life. It, if there's anything that I know, I am a straight-A student. I know this assignment. So um, I am currently with my writing partner writing two scripts. Um, one of them is for Hallmark. It's a Christmas movie. Um, it's based on a true story. I am not starring in this one. Boom! But I know, but it's really fun because it is based on a true story and it 
actually, um, I will give a little bit of an exclusive. Ooh. It's got lots of holidays wrapped up in one. And oh. then it's also got two different countries that wow. exist. In okay. It. Yeah. It's a lot of so numbers, a lot of math. Oh, no, a lot of math. Um, and then writing another script for another, um, a, a different network. And um, so that's what we're doing right now. The first draft is due next week. So, can, can I, good luck. Can I tell you this? So we got to wrap uh, this, wrap this, wrap this interview up. That's what she's saying. Just, <laughs> and, and that's, uh, you can so find I'm just saying, there. it's really great to see you guys. <laughs> Their social media handles are. Uh, what have you guys got coming out? No, I I've not been able to talk to you since uh, Christmas for Keeps came out, Nikki. Which I know that you were not in, but you did have some form of storytelling credits for that film is that correct that is correct my writing yeah. partner and i developed that and then wrote it yeah we we, ta we talked about this at christmas con and you don't have to comment on this but i'm nothing if not going to say things to see if you'll comment <laughs> i i have never been more frustrated because i saw what was like this blossoming different great thing be crushed soullessly by something i hated in a Good movie Lord. before and Welcome so to the show. It's, it's not, it wasn't like just a standard run of the mill. This is a bad Hallmark movie. This was this crazy crash of like, oh my gosh, this is awesome with what are they doing in one movie? And I just wanted to let you know that those were my feelings toward the movie. You can comment or not. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like it, here's the hard thing that with writing that I learned in that moment is that you have this idea for something, right? And it's this beautiful script that we delivered that as, even in the first draft, the network was like, it's great. And we were like, no, it's the first draft. And they put it into production because we really did a, a lot of work. We worked really hard on it. It was in a beautiful script. And it's one of those things where you hand something over and you have zero control on how um, it's brought to life, which can sometimes be very frustrating, right? And... Um, like, you know, the humor that we wrote, the comedy that we wrote in it wasn't, they, it was played, it was directed more as a drama, which didn't really fit kind of the tone of what we had written everything in. So that was, that was hard. It was really hard. I mean, to be perfectly honest, and it's just a testament to like, it made me go, okay, now I want to direct. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be good at that too. That'd be fantastic. No, I want to direct. No, I like you know because it was just the that frustration of like going, oh no, that moment was supposed to be funny. It was supposed yeah. to be funny. <laughs> um, and and by the way, that's not you know that's that's not the the actor's fault necessarily. It is um, you know it, it it's a responsive. It, well, they put it on Hallmark, medium. They put it on Hallmark movies and mysteries, and so they clearly there yeah. was a tonal shift in what they were trying to do, and so there's a tonal shift, and sometimes that doesn't translate, which is like it's really hard. But yeah, like especially when you pour so much into something to make it fantastic, you know, but. The feedback that we did get was that people did love the actual story. They loved yeah. the story. And that was the part that was mine and Megan's um, job. So at least we did our job. Great. Right? Fantastic. Um, so that part of it, that part of it was, was good. Yeah. But and yes, Dan, Nikki, you, Nikki would make an incredible director. She, that's what I love working with her. She's an, she's an oh, acting coach as well. And she's like, <laughs> She's if you're if you're open to having a collaborative experience with your co 
star on a movie, Nikki is like the quintessential person to work with. You know, she's like, she's, she's, she hits, she hits the nail on the head every single time she comes into scenes and she's like, has this incredible feedback. And, and right when you do, right when we do, we do the first, the first blocking, you know, there's ideas that are just back, you know, coming, you know, coming back and forth between the two of us. And um, really Nikki has like a very clear vision of like, of where the scene should be going and where it's placed within the script. And that's what I love working with her. She's like the fixer, you know, she really, you guys both, I mean, as he always is, you you guys are this, like this known commodity for us as Hallmark viewers of, when we hear an Andrew Walker film or a Nick that Walker was really film. nice for you to say us as like, Hallmark. Viewers. I know I'm trying brain. I was I'm like, trying. I love that. Um, nice. I am a, what I am a Hallmark viewer. I know it's just good to hear you say it. Is, do it I was just really you? nice. It was really Come nice on, to guys. hear that. Anyway, you're a known <laughs> commodity. And, and so it, it would seem to be that they would try to allocate those known commodities to as many movies as possible, but it's a treat for us when we get you guys together in a movie, but, you guys have been together in a lot of movies. And does that happen because it's a request of, oh my gosh, Andrew needs to do this with me or Nikki needs to do this with me so we can make it work? Or is it just happen that way? Or like, what's the relationship like to where you guys end up working together? What you guys have had a handful of movies together already, right? It's number four. This, uh, this is number four. This wow. is number four. Well, the first yeah. one was happens, Happenstance, Dream right. of Christmas. And then we got super lucky on a perfect catch because we had just worked to actually you, me and Lisa DeRue did a dream of Christmas. And then all three of us wow. were put back together like two months later or something like that for the perfect catch, which was, again, we were like, Oh my God, the network must've missed that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how do we get so lucky? And then we didn't work together again in Sweet Autumn, and that was me. Um, we didn't have a guy yet for that movie, and it was coming together really fast. I was in Vancouver, and they literally, the network was like, hey, two days after you wrap, can you be in Winnipeg for this? And I was like, yeah. It was in the middle of COVID. I was already there. I'd done my quarantine. And then I spoke to Stan Spry, who is a producer, and I said, um, who's the guy? And uh, he goes, we don't have a guy yet. And I said, can we get Andrew? And he's like, of course, because everyone loves Andrew. He's like, I love Andrew. Um, Let me ask. And then he asked and they were like, yes, send Andrew, which was amazing because, I mean, it came together so fast. We had to do a lot of work on the script. And it was one of those things that you're going into a situation when you have a two-day turnaround on something. And I don't get to do all the work that I usually do. And, you know, you need to know that the other person on the other side is going to be an actor that like, you're just going to like, it, you're going to figure it out. No matter what, you're going to figure it out. The scene's going to work. And that was Andrew for me. Also, I love him as a human. So um, I'm so that came together like that. And then this was it was a manifestation because in 2020 I had called Andrew and I said, I'm going to create a wheel for us. And I was working on developing something, which actually did end up moving forward this year. But I was like, whether it's this or whether it's something else, like we're going to do a wheel. And then this came up, Heather Overton, her lovely, amazing self. She's an executive at um, Hallmark. 
And um, she said that she wanted the two of us. And so when we got on the phone and I, and I was like, I'll do it if you're doing it. And he's like, I'll do it if you're doing it. So when Nikki had told yes. me, I, I was saying about this, <laughs> another podcast, but when Nikki told me we were doing a wheel in 2020, I was like, okay, we are doing a wheel because Nikki, you guys probably already know this by now, but she is, she's a witch. She's basically, she went th- <laughs> and she, she can make, she can create anything that she wants and she'll, she'll, she'll already know what you're thinking before you even say it. And so there's certain things that, you know, when Nikki has something in her mind and she puts it out there in the universe, it's going to happen. And so when she said that to me, I was like, okay, yes, let's, let's do this. And also, you know, you, it, it, there's no greater uh, situation f- for me as an actor and for somebody who I feel like I kind of like my acting laid dormant for 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 a good portion of my early 30s to mid 30s when I was building my business with with my wife. So, you know, back in like my 20s, I felt like I had some really great roles that, that you know, that fed the beast. And like got me deeper into my craft, but Nikki is one of those people, and there's a you know handful of other people that I've worked with that really bring that out in me, and are, are, she's like my creative muse in a way, and I'm also able to learn from her and be open and vulnerable with her, and and really try to take things to the next level, and um, and so you know to have this ability to potentially do a few of these and bring something different to Hallmark and to the viewers that they haven't seen before. Um, is a really dream dream case scenario. So I, you know, I, it's 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 just if if we could do a few of these and continue to just go deeper into these characters, because that's the thing, right? Like Hallmark movies, you do a one off and you don't. You're like, ah, oh, God, I had like a week and a half to prepare for this, and you know, I felt like there was glimpses of a character here that I really wanted to explore, and you just didn't get a chance to do it. Whereas in a series. You get, you get to you know fully you know flesh out the these these human beings and, and in feature films you get three months to four months to to, to, to work on something and you kind of you can almost block it like a play and and that, and you mm-hmm. know it so well and you dive so deep mm-hmm. into these characters so this is an opportunity for us to really um, to potentially do that. That was and impressive because you, you called Nikki a witch and your muse in the same answer. That's impressive. Answer, yeah, yeah. Which is impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Not just anybody can pull that off. That's exactly right. Thank right. you, right. Nikki. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Nikki, what I was were you just gonna say? I was just gonna compliment because you I, you're gonna love Andrew in this. He's he is it's so different from what you're used to seeing him in. I mean, you're used to seeing me cry in movies. <laughs> I feel like I'm the person that they're like, this movie has tears. We're going to give it to Nikki. Um, so like you're used to kind of seeing me cry and like, I, I play a, a you know, a versions of like what. Uh, Nikki, your audio we just can't disappeared. Hear you. Your audio You're, cut out. Yeah, Nikki. Oh, she, she doesn't know that she her, oh, she can't hear us. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's really, she's doing a whole it. thing. Yeah, she yeah, is. We can't, yeah, hear, we yeah, can't, we can't hear, hear you. Not even a little bit. Yeah, you did I cut off? Yeah, yep. you did. Yeah, oh, yeah you back. cut off. You're there. back now. Ah, yeah. oh, poop. It was so, very animated. Oh, you were doing all like it was doing a little dance. Yeah, it was a lot of hand gestures and yeah, yeah. Um, that was our that was our censor. She went very <laughs> off book there, very profane. Now she's gone. <laughs> now she's gone. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, she's coming back. She's coming uh, back. I'm back. By the way, I I hate that I go. cut out right at the time I was complimenting you. I was just saying that you that you're gonna love his like he stripped down like all of the things that you see the charming. He's still charming, but like you just see him in a totally different way in this movie, and I think that people are gonna love it. That was one of my questions. Was Andrew, you're, you know, you have a legendary smile and charm in these movies. Mm -hmm. Are we going to see some of that like dark smolder, like detective yes! smolder? Are yes! we going to get that? You are. Yeah. You are. Like playing against everything. And even, you know, even there's days where uh, we were like, you know, I was instructed potentially to, to, to kind of give something, you know, give it, give something for the network. Just, just to say we have it in the bag and Nikki and I would talk and be like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. That's we're what not, I'm talking stay about. On, yeah. Let's stay on track power. here. And, and the whole thing too, is that like Nikki and I, we've, we've having our three movies before something we, we talked about beforehand. We're like, we already have the trust of the viewers. What are we going to do? We're going to turn out another regular mystery movie. We're going to turn out like another just mystery movie for Hallmark, which, which is fine, which is fine. But we didn't, want to do that we were like we already have viewers we're already gonna they're already gonna watch this movie do they just want to see another nikki deloach and andrew you know andrew movie where we we fall in love and and you know and it's just you no know, let's just let's just play against everything that you know that um would be the natural you know place where we were going to take it in a, in a normal movie and um and like you know i i was i watched I watched the, uh, on Nikki's uh, suggestion. I watched Mayor of Easttown. I, I rewatched some like True oh, Detective, man. and I like I I um, I listened to an interview with uh, Matthew McConaughey. He was talking about how um, mm. True Detective it's played out over six episodes or whatever it was, eight episodes, and um, and he goes in a, in a normal movie. You know, normally my you'd understand who my character is in a you know for I'll, I'll compare it to Hallmark because this is what this is the the genre we're working in. But in like a Hallmark movie. Usually the characters would start falling, like they're falling for each other on page on a 120 page script on page 42 or 45 or whatever it is. But in this movie, if it's going to play out over a bunch of films, well, our our that interest, that love interest, should only start to bud in like on page 360 or 340 or whatever. So, you know, yeah, we really really tried to play against it. I saw the movie a few days ago. I feel like there was one scene where I might have broken a little too, you know, if I'm being very nitpicky about it. But um, but overall, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Nikki absolutely crushes it in this movie, um, you know. And so I think that I think that it's – and also the director, uh, Anthony Mechi, who we got to give a lot of love to on this. Um, he's the first-time director. Yeah, it, energy, 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 energy. Um, so he he's a first time director, but he's he's DP'd you know three hundred projects, and so wow. he he wanted to go into this uh, being behind the camera on, on so many Hallmark movies that he's done and Lifetime movies and stuff. He's he um he was like I wanted I wanted to give it a a bit of a feature film vibe to to it, and he did. You watch this movie, it doesn't feel like you're watching a I mean uh, a an MOW for Hallmark. <laughs> You've got to stop selling. I, you you've said Mayor of Easttown, True Detective, and feature film. I mean, you got to you got to keep my expectations low, Andrew. This is not you're not setting it up for success here. You're just not. 
uh, those are I'll all tell you, those like, are the things I watched. Those are the <laughs> things I watched. No, I yeah. Well, let me ask you this. On that point, like, we've watched a, a fair share of mysteries here. Typically, we watch one or two of a series. If it's Friends of the Show, we watch, like, we're very excited for this. I told you that before we started. And, like, we watch Chris Palahas. And aside from one of those Mystery 101s, all of the mysteries that we've seen, they vary in quality, but they all kind of come down to the fact that Hallmark in an hour and 20 minutes wants to tell a, a murder mystery where everyone just kind of talks through it, right? It's just like we have a scene and it's like everyone explains everyone's motivation and background and then we move to the next scene and we just we get so many things and you just have to determine which of the things that were said were real and which were red herrings. Was mm. there a was there a fight against that in this film or in this script to try to make something that is still narrative based and not just yeah. filled with exposition? Or did you guys lean into the exposition side of it? Well, I think that's always a fight with these movies. Um, you know, is that's a thing that happens where, you know, writers necessarily, you know, are there's a lot of repetition of things or a lot of exposition of things or a lot of, and like for me, not just as an actor, but for a writer as well, it's like, can we, can we just, it, that's number one, show, not tell, show, not tell. Like, you know, so I think for us. Let's abide by the formula, right? Like that's, they're trying to abide by the formula and like the people coming back after commercial break, they want to make sure those people are caught up. There's like a, mm -hmm. a method to the madness in a way, but, yeah, sorry to cut you off, Nikki, but yeah. No, no, it, it's very, it, it is really true. And I think, you know, actually Paul Thomas Anderson was talking about this on, on a podcast not long ago, how frustrating it is um, to write for television. And, and he was saying why he would never probably write for television is because you're writing for act breaks. You're mm -hmm. writing to keep people tuned in instead of writing for the story or writing for the characters. And that is a real thing. You know, there is a formula to this and people do lose attention. So like part of it is just the medium, right? Of television and people being able to easily click to something else. So you do have to kind of write towards that. And so then as actors, you're forced to play at that as well in those moments. But we really did try to, I, I will also say this writer did a really good job of not giving away who the who done it. Like when I read the script, I would I, I never guessed that that was the person. Um, when I read it, I, I didn't figure it out actually until the very end. And um, from what I've told watching the movie, you don't really know until the end either, which I think is, you know, like that's something that's also a little different, but we really did try to strip down some of that exposition and try to say like, hey, do we have to say this whole paragraph or can we just add this or can we just do it in a look or can we just do it in, a, you know, in action rather than words? Because, and also the other thing, my least favorite thing in the world, I have to say, is like planting yourself in a scene and it just being like one person here, one person here, camera, camera, you know, let's just talk. That is my least favorite thing as an actor. It's my least favorite thing to watch. Because also you don't earn the moments when you need to be still in a scene and have an intense moment, or you don't earn that if that's what you're doing in every single scene. And luckily, 
so I love movement. I love directors that love movement. Linda Lisa Hader works like that, where she loves, you know, um, in every scene when I work with her, it's like, how are we moving? How is the camera moving? Um, what's primary, secondary focus can I do? Am I eating? Am I messing with an ornament? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? Because that's how we are in life. We don't always, we're not just standing still and talking to people all the time. We're doing something. And it's far more interesting to watch. So luckily, Tony is a big fan of movement with the camera. So we got to utilize that in scenes of like, what choreography can we use, you know, instead of just like, because you're also pinched for time in this. Like, that's one thing people don't realize is like you do a movie in 15 days, which is extraordinarily hard to do. And so sometimes you actually, just because you don't have a lot of time, you do have to sit two people at a desk and put a camera here and a camera here and just have them do, and do double coverage at one time because you only have an hour to get the scene if you want the scene in the movie. So sometimes you're hamstrung by time, like just- Or you're losing by, a location or- Or you're losing a location or something. But like in this movie, we really Really worked our butts off and Tony man he especially just like brought it every day and really was trying to fight for those shots where we got to keep it active and interesting and um, it meant we had a lot of 16 17 hour days but hopefully that shows in the movie Andrew, I remember you posted. Sorry, guys. Really, quick, really quickly, we were, we were we would show up on set and he wouldn't have the cameras uh, for blocking. He would just be like, "Okay, yeah. Nikki, Andrew, pl play it out. How, where wow. would you? Where would you be? How would it go?" And so we would just do it. A, play. You know, a time, a couple times, and be like, "That feels good. Wow, that feels really good." Then they bring cameras in, and we would start you know, cleaning it up a little bit. And, and by the time we would hit camera, we would know, you know, we'd have a great scene with action and yeah. I remember Andrew, when you were shooting, you posted a video on uh, Instagram of you guys in the woods or something like that, shooting something at night in the woods. <clears throat> were was the, the, the times that you guys were shooting this mystery movie, were they different than a regular Hallmark yeah. movie? More nighttime, it's nighttime spooky spookies. Yeah. Yeah, more nights by Wednesdays. So usually you try to usually you try to in movies like like for example, like now we're writing one, right? And you have a certain budget, and it's like okay, we need to avoid doing too many nights. You have to pick and choose what scenes you want at night, right? right. So when but for this, so much of it takes place at night. So by Wednesday night, we were rolling over into the wee hours. And by Friday, um, a lot of Fridays, like I got home at 5 a.m. Wow. Um, on Saturday morning, <laughs> um, which is, I mean, listen, I didn't have my kids. It was just me. So it, it actually was, you know, it was doable and easier. Um, but it also, and then she'd get picked up again at four 30 in the morning on Monday, yeah, on Monday, <laughs> she'd get picked up at four 30 AM on Monday, get dropped off <laughs> on, yeah. on at 5 AM on Saturday. Man. That's so true. It was worth it because though, because it's the tone of the movie, it's a darker situation. So like the night lends itself to, you know, how the movie looks and feels. Have you guys had the opportunity to see it already? Andrew did. You got to see it already because typically that's not typically my you first guys time. Are, yeah, you guys are like, man, I can't wait to watch with everybody to see what made the cut, but you've already seen it. Yep. 
Tyler Hines gets to see all his movies before they go to before they air. I was like, you know I, what? I, I want to that guy. I want to see my movie. That guy. That guy. That I guy. Mean, you know, just weasels just his way into everything. That's right. He doesn't care about others. I've said it He's for so years. So demanding. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. care about anybody else. I wouldn't even want to be. His, <laughs> I wouldn't even want to be his cousin by marriage. No. I wouldn't even want to be that in that situation. No, 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 no way. No, no, no way. I, I uh, so what did you think? Like first time you've done. I think I just got word from our producer. You've done six hundred eighty-three Hallmark movies. This is yeah. the first one you've got to see early. What did you think of it? Like, what was that experience like? Um, man, I was really impressed with this one. To be honest, I. Uh, and then I and this the the score wasn't even locked, um, you know color color correction. Uh, there was a couple things that I was able to uh, point out to the producer that you know that, and I, I just I, I felt really fortunate that, that he brought me into the you know or allowed me to potentially have a little say in the creative process at this level at this stage. Um, but I was really impressed, man. I I I. I feel like there was a couple things I would have done differently for sure, but not as much as what I uh, would look at another, a previous movie, an another movie of mine, a Hallmark. <laughs> like usually I'd, I rip myself to shreds and, you know, on other <laughs> movies, but this one, I was really, really impressed. And I was impressed with all this, the supporting cast in this is so great because the supporting cast sometimes yeah. pulls you out, you know, of the, of the story. If it's not, if they're not, all you yes. know, on point and and we have you know we have uh lachlan monroe who's like this guy's mm -hmm. by the way you know that lachlan has 225 credits on imdb good lord yeah this guy's what? been around forever the 220 do you know this actor credits. guys lachlan no i'm monroe? looking him up i, I will You'll say the guy him. that played his face. the guy You'll that played exactly. your dad in sweet autumn andrew we think is your dad in real life. Um, he, uh, <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's been in like four like movies when, with Andrew. When you're clean shaven and he's clean shaven, it's like that is Andrew Walker, senior citizen, like just for men, touch of gray version. Like, oh, I know Lachlan Monroe from Riverdale. Uh, he's, yeah, from Riverdale. Um, yeah, he's a killer. Right, that's right. He's oh, also really? on spoiler. Peacemaker, that is a spoiler. Sorry, everybody. That's a thing. John. <laughs> I know. John Cena's show, I think that's out like Peacemaker. On HBO Max. Something like that yeah. on HBO. He's also on that. Um, I mean, he's like on three shows currently. We were really yeah, lucky to get him, but everyone, but like honestly, every everyone. supporting actor on the show, like there is not anyone who didn't bring it. It felt so good in every scene to be surrounded by just super strong actors, I would say. They were fantastic. And that does make a huge difference. It does. It Watching makes a huge difference. These, when the supporting cast is mm -hmm. bad, things just go downhill in a hurry. I mean, they just do. Yeah. So that's always, and I've this is the first time I've ever, we've ever done one of these where, where you guys are like, they all brought their A game, which is fantastic. Oh, the, yeah, um, they were fantastic. The mystery. Do you do you know if this is this a is this hopefully going to be more? Do you know if there's going to be more? Are you allowed to talk about that? You don't know. Is there uh, any sort of eighteen novels? Eighteen novels. Wow. So is if uh, if people tune in, it's really just based on on numbers. You know. Um, That's so. If, what if about people like watch a, it? Do you think Hallmark would ever go for a serial killer, like an actual? you know, a, a, a murder mystery where at the end of the episode, the killer is not caught 
is still on the loose and it's like a cat and mouse game that lasts for more than one movie because I'm here. Like That's a great idea. I actually said you two, I said you two. And then like Paul Campbell is like a serial killer. Oh yes. And like, yes. He's, oh, yeah. like that would be like, yes. and now all of a sudden I'm now talking about something that airs on a different channel. You know what I mean? But like in my head, they already have a channel called movies and mysteries. Like Paul Campbell would be a good Riddler. He would be. Yeah. But like just in general, having you guys like be one step behind and then playing cat and mouse and like, you know, something happened to one of you guys as you know, you lost your father and it turns out he had something to do. Like there's so much you could do with that. That makes people care for more than just the week before. And then during the movie that I think Hallmark is leaving on the table and you feel free to I give me credit. For that. No, I like that. Dan. Yep. I think they would. I actually, you know, they're really like coming out of the gate with some, with very different things than they've done before. I mean, it's, you know, they're going to push the envelope now. They're going to open stories up. They're, I mean, we we talk about addiction in this movie. Um, there's a big, a big story point is all about addiction. And, you know, that's not really something that we've seen, but we should talk about, you know, I feel like, our audience is ready for it. If there was one thing that I kept getting over, I always asked fans, like, what haven't you seen that you want to see? What's something that you want to see more of? Um, and the thing that I kept getting over and over and over and over again from fans is um, real stories, real stories, real stories about real people, actual true stories about people. Um, and more of like what, you know, they're like, we love the fairy tale. That's really nice. But like, at the same time, we, we want to be able to also see ourselves and our lives and what we're going through reflected in these stories. And I think Hallmark has, knows now that they have this incredible opportunity to capitalize on that because our audience is ready for it. And what a great, um, just what a great network to be able to do that because it does have this built-in base, you know, and, and people, and what we forget actually, you know, I, I had this conversation with Michelle Vickery years ago. What we forget is that people, people who watch Hallmark also watch Game of, of Thrones. You know, it's not just people who only want to see a happy ending, right? They do yes. come to Hallmark for that, but it's not the only thing that they want to see. So like, the audience is hungry for something more. And I think the network is like ready to give it to them. So I would, I don't, I wouldn't like put that aside. I think that like, they might I do something it. with a serial killer and I hope it's on our stuff. That makes I me do so, Paul so Camel as a serial killer would be amazing. It'd be so great. I mean, it or just ben would, be, <laughs> would be great. Oh, Benjamin Ayers would be really good. Oh, Michael Rady. Benjamin Ayers would be great. Yeah. yeah. Michael Rady could play yeah. serial killer. Like he would be just like he'd be really good at. It. I, I think Michael that Rady a, can play anything. Yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. But like, I guess, and this is maybe it lends itself to this. I asked. I mean, the the exposition question is similar to this one, but you know, Hallmark movies, Christmas mm -hmm. movies, love stories have an arc that we all know, right? And like, yes. not just the you know, the two meet and the two kiss in between. We know about all nine of those acts. We know how they're supposed That's to right. go. All the moments we think things are misunderstanding everything. The mysteries and some of the problem inherent with the mysteries, unless the characters are great is we know the first act and the last act. How do we make the middle of that matter on Hallmark? Mm. 
because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it gets lost sometimes in the weeds. Was there a, a, a consistent effort to be like, how do we make this moment matter and not people just be waiting for the last eight minutes of this thing? Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. I, I think it was um, going back to each individual uh like co-star bringing their uh their agenda to like to to, like that's basically it's it's very clue like this movie it's very similar to clue like it is yeah you know and even even the even the poster you know like everybody's a suspect so there's never there's never a moment where somebody's on camera and you're not like wait is are they are are is that the killer? Is that the killer? So it's always a question. Everyone, you're constantly questioning whether or not that that's the, and seeing it as well. And even my wife, who's my biggest critic and big, you know, just she's, she's my Dan, you know, she's like, <laughs> she's, she, she's, everybody she's needs a Dan. These things, she's ripped, ripped these things apart. Sometimes I'm like, ah, damn it. You know, but <laughs> she really enjoyed this. And she was like, wow, I'm really, like, I'm, I don't want to miss a, a minute here. I'm really engaged, and I'm like, I I don't know who it who it is. There's there's one there's one piece to this that I I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback on it, Dan um, and Bran. But um, you know, there's oh, you one will. piece that's like, could, yeah, that's <laughs> that we I feel like could have just and Nikki and I knew from the beginning that it could have been better, but and you can we can I, you can see it in the movie uh, that it, it could have been a little bit a little stronger, but. But throughout the, I would say like 89% of this movie is just bang on. And yeah, talk about the middle, the middle part of the movie. You're constantly trying to play detective. Like the viewers are, are they will be very engaged in trying to figure this, the, uh, you know, the, the who done it out with us. I'm excited. And I think that's a, that's a testament to, I will say, Heather Overton and Brett and the writer really like doing doing their due diligence on that and delivering a script that were truly like every single person could have been a suspect and keeping you on your toes and that they did a really great job with that i feel like it has to be tough not knowing though when you're making it if there's going to be other ones because that like like you said with with the movies it's page 45 we know they're going to be in love but Mm -hmm. That's probably we're probably not getting a kiss in this one. No so, <laughs> so that like, but but I, we're probably heading there. But it's like, how much do we like? I mean, how much? How many? To give away the who did who did it? <laughs> who did it? Who did it? Who's that? <laughs> so the moment, those moments, those moments, those little sparks of moments yeah. are they're just softer, and like the way that Heather described it was like these are two adults. Like these are two adults in right. in the world. Like whereas I think sometimes in Hallmark Land, because of the magical realism that goes on with just the actual tone of everything, it's like um, you know you feel like it's a little more childlike, right? Like we kind of suspend like belief a little bit that these are like actually adults moving. Because I mean, in reality, if you're two adults dating, you know you're probably going to kiss on the second date. You're probably going to, you, you know, like all of that stuff is going to happen much earlier than it actually does in a Hallmark movie. Um, but in this, it's like, these are two adults and he's getting, you know, your character, Andrew, has just gone through a, a rough divorce. Um, I've gone through a divorce. I'm a mother. 
not focused on meeting anyone. There's no, you know, there's not those conversations of like, you need to get out there and date and all. There's none of that. It's you don't like, have that best friend who's like, oh, he's cute. You don't have that going on in this I movie? do have a friend. I do yeah. have a friend. Well, we all need um, that friend. <laughs> right. Who is kind of pushing me, who does kind of, who does kind of push me to go on a date with someone. But again, it's like, it's, it's a little different. It's more adult, I would say. Um, and that person is played by um, Antonio, who is amazing. He did another, I don't Kayon. remember what his. Oh, yeah, is it Antonio K.O. on the yeah. podcast? Yeah. I love Antonio. Dude, yeah. K.O.'s great. Yeah. We're big fans he's of his. He's great. He's awesome. So he plays. You know, Brad. he's an insane restaurateur, right? Three oh, yeah. He has, he has like three, three restaurants. Three of the best restaurants in Vancouver. Like, and he undersold them. We're talking to him and he mentions it like within the last three minutes of the podcast. We're like, what are you talking about, man? And so we no, we love that guy. He's great. He's yeah, fantastic yeah, and okay. such a good dude. And a lot of those characters, like his character would live in the world should this continue, right? They would be a part of the world and live in the world. And uh, JC, who plays uh, Marla, is fantastic. She's funny. Fantastic. Um, fantastic yeah. actor. Um, she also She's a bit of the like friend as well. That's like yeah. trying to push you like, who's this yeah. Yeah. Who's that cute guy or whatever. But yeah, um, but there's none of that with us. There's only little tiny. No, there's a murder. We're buried. also processing a murder, you know, but, so it's like, and you're, it'd be yeah. weird to, you're a detective, Andrew, what is your occupation in the, your character's occupation in the film? Nikki, is it chocolate? I'm a, I'm a chef. Okay. A chocolatier or just chef? No. Does the person die eating chocolate? Like, what's the deal with the chocolate? Well, you're going to have to watch it, dude. Um, watch it, Brand. Come on. I'm going to tell you how I'm the person dies. Silly die. questions, Brand. Silly questions. <laughs> um, Gosh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, call, I'll call you when we get off and tell you. That's so, right. <laughs> so <laughs> talk to you in five minutes. What's your favorite um, chocolate? How about that? Let's just do that. Well, I will say this. I will say that I've always said, even before this movie, that like chefs would make the best, because I have a, several friends that are actually chefs. One of my best friends is a chef, and um, Megan Mitchell, who got juice from you guys, Andrew. She's been talking to Cass. I mean, who uh, hasn't aside uh, from me? <laughs> so, At least somebody's <laughs> getting juice, am I right, Dan? <laughs> you guys get juice. You guys you get juice. I, I mean, I've gotten plenty of juice. I, that's not no, the problem. Andrew, the first, or uh, Nikki, the first time Andrew sent us all juice, he did not send me any. I think there was a clerical <laughs> Today, error. Yeah. And I got it late, and I give him a hard time. There was a clerical error. <laughs> Um, that's it, it, was, funny. it was Brand. It was Brandon's fridge that that intercepted. No, nope. no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, hey, don't bring me into this, buddy. Don't bring me into this. Well, I've always said that chefs would make incredible detectives because of their attention to detail. Like they are such detail-oriented humans and very Type A people in general. So um, it's that attention to, to every single little detail. So I'm a chef. I used to be, have a restaurant, and I pulled away to kind of do catering and do my own events in the movie. Did, really quickly, I, I you you mentioned that there's like you know there, there's a soft spark like in this one like it's not like soft, the, yes. So let's really quick. I'm gonna count to three. You guys give me your soft spark face, and then we'll do it again. <laughs> and we'll do a hard spark face. All right. Is everybody ready for this this activity? Right. No, you got it. You got it. You got it. This is what this is what you were made for. This is it. Soft spark, it, it, hard it, spark, it, no, soft and I'll spark, do it too. Soft spark, Andrew. Soft spot spark. <laughs> you got it. Be, oh, that's soft. Like, that's your soft spark, Brady. No, 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 hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me 
Dan, Dan, you count us off. No I don't one, get to be in. This, okay, we're gonna do it saying. together. Okay, ready? Okay, we're gonna do one, it together. Count us down. It's one, tough for me because I can only see Nikki's half face um, with with the way my screen is. But Andrew, you don't anyways, need, you you can do this. You know how to do it. You can do it in your sleep. I, I can't. I, I need to see your full back. One. Okay. Ready. Two. Okay. Three. <laughs> you look like you were trying not to crap yourself. <laughs> Is that not a soft start? Did I not understand the, the assignment? Nikki and Andrew looked like they had practiced this together before. That was unbelievable. If you're not watching on that, that, YouTube. That's what we do for are... two weeks before we start these movies. Soft spark. <laughs> That's right. Hard you just spark. Look at, we just work in the you spark. Both put your heads down. You're like, spark. soft spark, go. Hard spark. Hard spark. <laughs> Everybody in the chat's making fun of my soft spark. So as they should. Well, I'm that, not an actor. Um, someone in the chat also said that John Christian Plummer helped write this. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So we've had him on the show. Yes, we love, love him. Love John. He's wonderful. Yeah, he did. He did a pass. So Aaron Aaron Dobson wrote the original um, script, and then she also writes on something else. So she couldn't do the revisions. I think that's what happened. So, so he came in and he did the, um, the rewrite and the oh, cool. polish, I think. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Love no, two He's a good guy. writers on it. I, I, I don't know. We don't know John. I don't know John uh, personally at all. So he was a good guy. Well, before this, he, was he had done one pass on one other thing, but he would only do Mystery 101, and then he writes for Not Hallmark. And Mystery 101 is the best. So. We've all, we have, in our opinion, Mystery 101 is of these. We've done Crossword and Martha's Vineyard and Aurora Tea Garden and all, all like, we, Mystery 101, and we, we, you know, we love Chris, but like that one, has been the closest to something that you would kind of see not on Hallmark in our opinion. I and agree. They've not all been great, but there's been times where you're like, oh man, like, and their last one hung on, like, actually was a cliffhanger, like a legit, we don't oh, know what's going to They did catch the murderer, but there is a cliffhanger aspect to the characters, which you never see in, in these movies. Um, and so, it's he is are we the, ever going to get to see that next movie we don't know who but, knows but uh he's kind of was the brainchild behind all that and he's like uh, you know he it's kind of his baby which has been so oh, we had awesome. him on after the cliffhanger people were very upset um because they actually the two characters get together and then they flat spoiler alert to anyone who's not seen those movies turn it turn it on turn it mute now at the end of the last episode, they flash forward to him showing up at a murder scene and uh, she is there. Jill is there. And he says, that's my ex-girlfriend or something like they're no longer together or that's her fiance or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's oh, the, the guy who got yeah. killed is her fiance. Yeah. So like literally oh, interesting. The, it ends. This is six movies in. They've gotten together, and then in the future, they're apart. It was pretty is, controversial. Which is, people were upset about this, and I loved it. Like, I was like, this is... So it took five movies for them to get together, eventually? Uh, they, it, it was yeah. five five movies in? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they started they like... three or yeah, four. Yeah, they started like... I think they kissed in three or three, four. They kissed three. in three or four, but like going on dates, really mm -hmm. being like a couple... I think it that was, was the, four. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew's like, I'm not going to be able to kiss somebody for three movies. <laughs> <laughs> by the time they kiss, it's going to have to be on another network. <laughs> 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 don't know, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
right. Uh, here's what we'll do to, to wrap up. Uh, I, let's do let's do a couple questions from the chat. So if somebody in the chat, oh, yeah. Grandma Jam Plus, wants to throw in a couple questions, we'll ask those to end. They can be about anything. It's like a, a rapid fire replacement. But tell people the the name of the movie and when it's coming, because I honestly I, I I couldn't tell you because I'm bad at my job. <laughs> wow. I mean. It is okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Unbelievable. Oh my Lo- gosh. He love- doesn't care about you guys at all. No, He's no, no. just here for a paycheck. I actually, the yeah. guy that despises yeah. the movies, I'm all in here. Do you know the name of it? Chocolate for All. No. no. I know it airs on April 10th. It airs on April 10th. The well, na- you got that part of it. The name right? of the movie yeah. Is, yeah. is Love Actually. No. It's a okay, hold on. Hold on. The name of the movie is What's the Deal with Chocolate? The Chocolate Murder okay. Mystery Series. All right. All What's right. the Deal with Chocolate? It's called, well, the books actually, my gosh, the books are actually called the Goldie Berry series. But the, the Goldie this, Berry series. That's my, by the way, it's my favorite character name I think I've ever Your had name is Goldie Berry? Goldie, Goldie Berry. Berry. How it's a great just name. like, it's a great name. Aces. Um, so, but the movie is called The Curious Caterer, Dying for Chocolate. Dying um, for Chocolate. It, Mm-hmm. Dying for chocolate. Um, which I love that they kind of shifted it, um, you know, because I like that a little better than Goldie Berry series. <laughs> and also, it's not just my movie. I mean, it's a two-hander. It's like, it's, you know, that's the great thing about this as well, is it's like, it's not just like your female lead kind of thing. Like, Andrew and I both carry this movie, which is awesome. The poster uh, turned out pretty great too. I'm actually it's really a great, happy with the poster. It's a great poster. But am it? I like will poster? I if I eat chocolate while watching this, is it gonna turn me off to chocolate or are we good there? It's not like No, I think you'll like it even more. Great. Wow. I love yeah, that. Like so, really uh some questions for the chat. Who's Nikki, the, who what directed the movie? Oh, okay, yeah. Who directed the movie? Tony Michi. Is Tony. it Michi or Mechi? Mechi. Yeah, Tony Mechi, of yeah. course. Yeah. Nikki, what's your favorite vacation spot? Oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I don't know if I've been to my favorite. Um, I Winnipeg. would say, yeah, Winnipeg, hands down. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I have a really soft place in my heart for Hawaii. I did a show there with Chris Palaha. Um, we were there for a year together and I mean, there's just like something really special and magical about Hawaii. I love being there. I'm happy when I'm there. It's it's truly a happy place for me. So I and while I love to travel everywhere, I think if I was to pick like right now, I would say Hawaii. There you go. I, I want to go. I know there's other questions for a year. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Um, Nikki, you I said uh, you, you guys filmed a movie and you were pregnant and Andrew was talking about yeah. this re- restaurant he wanted to take you to and you went downstairs Choices. and then it took forever Choices. to get there. Are you over it yet or is this still something that you remind him of regularly? I I will never let him forget it. I love it. That's the correct answer. Anytime, anytime. It. And by the way, the, the, funny thing is too, the funny thing is too, is he is so time conscientious now only because <laughs> only because he wants to be like like he's like see look at me see look at me being here first i'm not late i'm here first. i'm not late 
Andrew yeah. was here first today, but then he had to duck out, and Nikki uh, popped in. And but Andrew, you do like, get points. You were here first. Andrew has. He never, here like, I, I just much. feel like he always is goes above and beyond, and always does and says the right thing. So when he does something like always. this, you just gotta hold his feet to the fire on it, right? Like you gotta make sure he just knows that even the 100. great Andrew Walker one right. time. Really, really quick. A couple of, uh, most recent concert you went to. <laughs> Most recent con most recent concert. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been to a concert since pre since before COVID. Andrew, have you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I w I was at the the most recent concert was the Rolling Stones in wow. L.A. And, nice. Uh, yeah, I went to go see them just before the holidays. Fantastic. How about that? Love that. that. Um, the most important question: um, When can we purchase cotton candy grape juice from Little West? That is in the chat. <laughs> it's in the chat. That's in the chat. in the chat. That is not me bringing this back up. <laughs> that is in the chat. We had a whole conversation about this before uh, before we we went live here. Uh, <laughs> it, it's so. Kendra and I had real talks, real talks about it, and um, and it, it is something that that we're interested in. We're just uh, we got to figure out the other ingredients. So maybe maybe uh, fans maybe you can send in some other ingredients to make it health health and not I mean, just so far. All Andrew has is is fennel. Is that all Andrew has? <laughs> it's, it's fennel <laughs> and cotton candy well, grapes. You gotta have a cocktail. You gotta go well with the cocktail. You gotta go with the cocktail. That's important too. I think you gotta you gotta cut it with cucumber, cucumber, Ooh, cucumber. And maybe some like. Um, Basil? Yeah, no. Maybe a little, basil. Little, and... Yeah, I said basil. I said basil. It's got to be super, like, very minimal. Very minimal. Just a hint. Um, yeah, fennel, cucumber. Uh, I feel like we're making some headway here. Yeah, I think so. Andrew Just one good thing. Yeah, one good yeah, think tank. Yeah, yeah. It'll do it. And last but not least is the most important question. You cannot ask any follow-up questions. There's no you context to, to this. Yes you just no. have to, should Dan give Bran the big TV? Dan give Bran the, the big, big TV. TV. They no said you can do a follow. You can't do can't. a follow up. You question. just have to say yes or no. Yes. Yes. Come on, guys. Man, I thought we had something here. Both fans of the deed is done. It's uh, unbelievable. Andrew, Nikki, you guys are the best. Can't wait to watch your mystery. Uh, April tenth, de death by death by chocolate. Stop death it. by chocolate. No, stop ah. it. Ah, well, yeah. I'm curious. The curious cater, dying for dying chocolate. for chocolate. dying for chocolate. I love it. I, April tenth, <laughs> nine eight central. April tenth, nine eight central. Can't wait for it. Until yes. then, may we be the first to wish you a merry, merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, merry Christmas, guys. guys. The homework's of Bramble Jam podcast is presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in Yeah That Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Homework, you can go to deckthehomework.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.